We can rise to the occasion. We can build this nation moving forward. All that we need, visionary leadership, people who love their people, people who love the citizens, people who love the country, and then we can rise. We can fly again. Hope Restoration Ministries, restoring hope to our world. Welcome to our broadcast. Enjoy. This month, our theme simply means dream. Dream. I've just put another word, extra word there, the word more. So my title simply means dream more. Dream more. Don't settle in the little that you have. Don't settle in your past experience. Don't settle in your past success. As much as you have achieved other things, there is still more. You can still dream more. When you look at that word to dream, the synonyms of the word to dream, it simply means to imagine, to envision, you know, to see a future or to imagine a future possibility. Not only that, the word to dream also means, uh, you know, to have a foresight, to see ahead. Are you with me? To, to create. The word to dream also means to have a vision also means to conceive, you know, to capture pictures in the spirit realm. You are capturing pictures in the spirit realm. In the dark places, you capture pictures and then you, you bring them forth into the natural world. You conceive them after conceiving them and then you release them, you manifest them in the real world. That is what we're going to talk about. Because I strongly believe that all of us, we must have a dream. All of us, we need to dream. And not just to dream small, but to dream big. Hallelujah. And to dream more. And John Maxwell defines the word dream in this way. He says, a dream is an inspiring picture of the future that energizes your mind, your will, and emotions, empowering you to do everything you can to achieve it. Did you hear what he said? He says a dream is an inspiring picture. Inspiring picture of the future. Hallelujah. That energizes your mind, your will, your emotions, and empowering you to do everything you can to achieve it. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you this morning that as we are about to receive your word, our thinking and our vision it's going to be challenged and to be changed for the better. In the name of Jesus, speak to us this morning. Transform our lives. Even those who are joining us online, we pray that, oh God, they will be changed and be empowered with this word. In Jesus' name, say amen. amen. Look at the person and say, dream more. dream more. Look at the other one on the next to you and say, dream more. Dream more. Praise the name of Jesus. What does a dream does? You look at what the, the word dream, I have created there an acronym. I've divided those alphabet into five and gave them a meaning. Look at the letter D. The letter D simply means a dream distinguishes you. What does that mean? It makes you stand out. When you have a dream, a dream makes you to stand out. A dream distinguishes you. 
You cannot overlook or you cannot bury somebody with a dream. A person with a dream is colorful. They are just like Joseph. You see them as they come from far and say, here comes a dreamer. Here comes a dreamer. Sometimes they put them into the hole. Sometimes they want to kill them. Sometimes they fight you. You don't understand why they are fighting you. It is not about you. They are after your dream because a dream makes you stand out, exposes you. Are you with me, Barcelona? And you look at the letter D. The letter D simply says a dream releases your potential releases your potential, you know, causes your comfort zone to be shaken. When, when you have a dream, a dream naturally makes your comfort zone, you know, to be shaken. When you have a dream, you will never be comfortable to be in one place. Abandabane people, they are not comfortable with the yesterday's achievement. The more they achieve, the, the more they want to go for more. It is not you, it is because of the dream that is in the inside of you. Dreamers, they go for more. The letter E there, it simply says encourages. The dream encourages you, causes you to face your fears and release you into the, into the, or to rise to the occasion. When you have a dream, you know what you do, Bazalwane? You face your challenges. You face your fears. You don't fear anything. You are able to brave on because it is the dream that you have. It is God who has revealed this thing unto you. It is not people. Sometimes people, they won't even understand what you are going through because God has deposited this thing in the inside of you. That is what you call a dream. And not only that, a dream affects your positivity, affects you positively. What it does, you know, it conquers prevailing attitudes. Whoever comes with their attitude, but when you have a dream, they say, we're going to kill it. We're going to put you in a prison. The dream says, you can put me in a prison, but I'll come, I'll come out of it. You can lie against me. You can, you can betray me. You can do whatever. You know, it prevails against all this attitude. That is what a dream does. But I love the letter M. The letter M stands for molds, molds and moves. Listen to me. A dream molds you. A dream makes you to move. What does this mean when I say it molds you? It causes character to be shaped. Show me somebody with a dream. I'll show you somebody with a character. Show me somebody without a character. I'll show you somebody without a dream. When a woman wants to get married and she's about to get married, at the, you know, and then uh, probably at the age of 25 or whatever age, and she wants to marry at the age, I mean, with a dress of size 34. Let me tell you, you'll see this person showing discipline, going in a diet. When you offer them, they say no, because she wants to get married with a size 34 dress. Because a vision molds you. A vision builds character. A vision shapes you. A vision makes you to say no to other things. Show me somebody who is married now. I'll show you somebody. Praise the name of Jesus. Before you got married, you know, Hello, babes. Hello. We have no come back. Oh, arrive. We arrive. 
the gentleman with the putu pack, and batanya ilwa le six pack basala di yala. Eka malengo small bongwe. Neko na ba lebengo se. Neko na basalwane. Now listen to me. A dream is everything you need. A dream is everything you need. Bamba, no institution that ever existed was without a dream or a vision. When you see an organization or institution that is existing, it is existing because there was a vision behind. If you are writing down, you may need to write this statement. No life can amount into something great without a dream. Do you want to be great this morning? Did you hear what I said? No life can amount into something great without a dream. I have said this before, and I want to say this again. What you don't see will compromise the quality of the life you live. What you don't see will compromise the quality of the life you live. That slide, I designed that slide, although I did not sit on the computer, but literally I designed the slide as it is. I said to the guys, I need something. I need somebody. Because that they represent achievement. Some of us, we camp in our past experience and our past success. I said, I want him to see more. After you have achieved, you can still use your achievement to see more. I said to the guys, I want you to put something. He gave me a picture of a small house. I said, no, 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 no. I don't need a small house there. I want you to put a castle. I want to paint a picture. Why a castle? It is because I want you to understand that you are not called for ordinary things. A castle represents governance. A castle represents authority. A castle represents power. A castle represents influence. You can grow where you are, but you will never achieve what you have not seen before. You must see something. Grab this statement. Here is another statement, You will never take people to a place where you have never been. Are you with me, Baselwan? You will never take people to a place where you have never been. Sometimes the problem of this nation is that we are being led by people who do not have the picture of tomorrow. Just like a husband, if you don't have a picture of tomorrow for your family, you will never lead them to a place that you have never been. You must be in the place in the spirit realm. Before I could come and stand here in this building, I was standing somewhere in the tent, but I have seen this building in the spirit realm. I have been there and I came back. I told Abbasalwan, hey, I have seen the place. I want you to join me so that we can go. Go there. You need to have a picture first. Paint a picture. And then go there. But here is something that is always troubling me. Listen to this statement. The greater your knowledge of God's sufficiency in your life, the more likely you will tap into it. Hey, the greater your knowledge of God's sufficiency in your life, the more likely you will tap into it. The problem is that we don't know and understand how big it is God. We have so small dreams because we don't understand. 
Oh, this God is more than enough. This God is big. The problem is that if God has blessed somebody today, I must give him another day to recover because he is broke. God does not get broke. He is more than enough. But it is you who must understand that there is more in God. Sometimes we are in the house of the Lord, but we don't tap into the greatness of God because our faith, it is not more. Our vision, it is not more. Look at the woman with the issue of blood. You know, people are surrounding Jesus, but they are not tapping into the power of Jesus. She comes in and she touched the hem of his garment and Jesus says, hey, 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 somebody has touched me. But, but, but the disciple says, no, 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 no. Many people are around you, they've touched you. Jesus says, no, no, this one is a different one. When he touched me, I had power removing, moving from me. Somebody has drawn power. Sometimes we are in the presence of the Lord, but we are not drawing power from him. Him. We are coming, we are just satisfied. We are just comfortable with what we have. Child of God, don't settle for less. Child of God, dream more. There is more in God. There is more in God. Dream more. Look at the person next to you and say, dream more. But let's allow the scripture to speak for itself. Because to dream more sim simply means to go beyond measure, to go beyond your limitations. But look at Ephesians. We'll quote till you about Thomas Leves. Look at Ephesians chapter three. But I want you not to miss your things. Sometimes we come to church, we miss our own stuff. Listen to verse twenty. Listen to verse twenty. It says, "Now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all, that we ask and think." One translation says, "Or imagine." And listen to this. It says, according to the power that works where, Bazalwane? Read with me. According to the power that works where? In us. For God to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask. How do we tap this thing? Who taps that, Bazalwane? It is us with the power that is in the inside of us. God says, I can do exceedingly, abundantly, above all. But I will never do these things until you release the power that is in the inside of you. Until the power that is in the inside of you demands what I can do. And if you don't demand through the power that is given unto you, in a nutshell, God has given you the access code. He says, I cannot do these things until you put your code so that I can unleash what is in the inside of me. Oh. You've got all the powers. God says, I cannot just offload things. And fill you with things. Oh my God. What do you mean I can do? But there is power. There's an access code in you. That will make me to release these things. That are in the inside of me. Now. I'm reading that with another translation. Look at the Amplified. Because I want to give you your things in 2024. Look at verse 20 in the Amplified. Now to him who is able to carry out his purpose and to do super abundantly. Now, this, this surprises me. The word super is powerful, it's big. But the scripture puts the word super and abundantly together. I, I, I carry out my purpose and I can do super abundantly. And on top of that, there's a word more. 
excited. Too super abundantly more than all that we dare ask or think. Now, in bracket, it says, infinitely beyond your greatest prayers. If you think you have prayed your greatest prayers, infinitely beyond, you know, our greatest prayers, hopes, or dreams. According to his power, that is at work within us. If the power that is at work in us, Uti, I can do these things. Now, let me summarize that. God simply says, it doesn't bother me who is praying, how many people are praying. They might be praying in Nigeria, in China, right now at the same time. Utu Jehovah, that does not bother me. I can still hear their prayers. I can still answer their prayers. I can still do super abundantly more than what they think or imagine. Your role is to imagine. Imagine anything that you want to imagine. And after you have imagined that, I can still even do beyond what you have already imagined. Yo. Yo, Pastor Go to Bamba. Bamba. O verse 21. Bese ati. To him be the glory where, Bazalwani? In the church. And in Christ Jesus. Through all generations. Forever and ever. So the scripture simply says, this was not only written for Paul and the other disciples. But it says for all generations. I have done these things for, for, for Moses. I have done these things for all those great guys. But I can still do this in the church to all generations. If you dream more, Utu Jehovah, I can do more. Now let us get into the crack of the matter. The question is, how do I dream more? Or what is it that prevents me, Pastor Matebola, not to dream more? Because I've got the ability. I've got capacity. I want to give you four things quickly. That has compromised your vision. Something that has compromised you not to dream more. Here is the first one. You need to create space. You need to create room. Most of us, our space is crowded. Did you hear what I said? You cannot dream more because your space is crowded. Usafuga, you don't even, you have never even asked God, Lord, what is it that you want me to do with my life? The first thing as you wake up, your cell phone is here. You have not prayed your cell phone is here. Your, your social media is here. You have not even contacted God. You have not even spoken to God. The first thing that you want to do is to search the status. Your space is crowded. Look at the people who are surrounding you. Look at the friends who are surrounding you. Look at the people who are talking to you. They have crowded your mind. You cannot think. You cannot reason. You cannot dream. Because your thoughts are filthy. Your thoughts, you know, are overloaded with things that are not needed. Your computer cannot function because it's full of viruses. What do you do with a computer when it's full? It had drive. 
you need to delete some of the files that are not needed. Because there are files that are not needed. If you want to create space, go and delete in your system so that you can dream more. Some of you girls, you better go back to that boyfriend of yours and say 2024, delete, delete, delete. Oh, I can hear you asking, where's the verse? <laughs> now, here's the verse. Now, you remember when, when Abraham left the, the place to the promised land where God wanted him to go, and the Bible says, Lord joined him. He joined him without the will of God. Now, the Bible says there was a problem because he had some flocks. The, the headsmen, they started fighting because they needed space. And God came with a solution. Now, listen to Genesis 13, verse 14. Now, God is giving him a solution. And the Lord said to Abraham, after Lord had separated, because God said, separate with this guy. Delete. After Lord had separated from him. Lift your eyes now and look from the place where you are. Northward, southward, eastward, and westward. For all the land which you see, I give to you and your descendants forever. Abraham could not see the land from the north and all this other side. Because his place was occupied. Inflated. Occupy his place. They saturate, thank you, ma'am. They saturate your space. And when you, you separate yourself from them, you begin to see. Utu Jehovah, get rid of this man. Get rid of him. Yes, you are relatives, but you will never achieve what I want you to achieve as long as you are next to him. You will never have enough space as long as he's next to him. Send him worst. The moment he goes and the Lord says, look up, and he looks around, he realizes that there's a plenty of space. Some of you, you cannot dream more because your place, your space, somebody's occupying it, somebody's messing with your space. It's time to clean up your mind. It's time to clean up your space. It's time to create a room so that you can dream more. You will never dream more until you create a space. Does that make sense? Does that make sense, Pastor Luan? Look at the person next to you. It's time to create space. Number two, if you want to dream more, you must have clarity. You must have clarity. In order to move forward, you have to decide what you want to move forward to. You cannot just say, I'm moving forward. Do you have direction? Do you have clarity? Being clear on what you want will drive you in the right direction. I'll give you the scripture because you need clarity. Abraham, he has a problem. He's concerned. That he is very rich, but he is concerned, who's going to take over my inheritance? He does not have clarity. The road is not clear. 
And now he wants clarity to God. He goes and he speaks to God. And he's even concerned and said, this guy, this servant of mine might end up taking everything that I have. And the Lord, in verse 4 of chapter 15 in the book of Genesis, then the Lord said to him, no, talking to Abraham, your servant will not be your heir. For you will have a son of your own who will be your heir. Then the Lord took Abraham outside. One translation says he took him outside the tent and said to him, look up into the sky and count the stars if you can. That's how many descendants you will have. Now, God is very smart. He does not say to him while he's in the tent, look up. Because if God said to him, look up while he was in the tent, he will see the roof of the tent. Or he'll see the roof of the house. He took him out. He took him out. God, he says, come out of this place. And so that you can see. And God says, look up. Count the stars. As far as you can see, these are your blessings. Your problem why you can't dream more. You don't have clarity. Your vision is clouded. And the question is, what is it that is clouding your vision? I want to put it to you, Barcelona, this morning. Some of you, it is your comfort zone. Your past experience, your past success has made you not to see. Thank God for the house that you have. But if that house will make you not to see the bigger picture, you have a problem. Dream more. Dream more. And this takes me to point number three. Acquire information. Acquire information. I said number one, you do what was the one? You create space. Number two, have clarity. Number three, Acquire information. Listen to me. If you have the same information of yesterday, you will remain the same. You'll be the very same person you used to be today. If you have not added new information into your system, you will be the very same person you used to be yesterday. If you have not added new information in your life, since last year, you are still the same person. Yes, you might be older, but you are still the same person. And you're going to feel the same. You're going to behave the same. You're going to act the same. You're going to do the same. You're going to achieve the same. Because you have not acquired new information in your life. You remember Nehemiah? Nehemiah was employed. He was working as a cupbearer. He had the best job in his time. Before the king could drink and wine, it was supposed to be tested by Nehemiah. Excellent job ever. Everybody desired in those days to be next to the king. And listen what the Bible says in chapter 1. The words of Nehemiah, son of Hakaliah, in the month of Kislev, Kislev simply means between September and December, in the 20th year, it's Nehemiah writing these words. He says, while I was in the citadel of Susa, this is the name of the palace. He says, I was in this palace while I was there. Hanan, 
one of my brothers came from Judah with some other men, and I questioned them, Bamba, and I questioned them about the Jewish remnant that had survived the exile, and also about Jerusalem. Before this man came, he didn't know anything about Jerusalem. But he wanted to acquire new information, and he questioned them. Verse 3, they said to me, those who have survived the exile are back into the province and are in great trouble and disgrace. The wall of Jerusalem is broken down and its gates have been burned with fire. And that changes everything. Verse 4, when I heard these things, I sat down and wept. For some days I mourned and fasted and prayed before the God of heaven. When I heard these things, I sat down and wept. Two hours ago, he was normal Nehemiah. Can I put it to you, Sister Zabuza? You know why sometimes you don't have feelings about your surroundings? It is because you are not aware of your surrounding. You are not aware what is happening in your surrounding. You wake up in the morning, you've got three meals a day. And sometimes you think everything is okay. Until you get a new information. When was the last time you went to the township? When was the last time you visited the Skoda camps? When was the last time you have taken a taxi? When was the last time you listened to somebody with a problem? When was the last time you visited your relatives who are not doing so well? When was the last time you've seen the children of your sister who is not doing well? Let me tell you, the moment you acquire new information, you're not going to remain the same. You're not going to feel the same. Why we are not moved, why we don't care, it is because we are not exposed to our surrounding. The moment you are exposed to our surrounding. You will never be the same. On Friday, I had to join one of my boys who were competing in athletics. And then I went in there. I saw this African's school. I looked at the facilities. I looked at the field, the sports ground. How the children are enjoying themselves. It was amazing. Amazing. Saturday morning, I made a 10 at Tembisa High School. Parked my car there. I cried. I cried. I said, God, why don't we have this in our schools? It's a season, Yama Athletics now. What is happening in African schools? Why are they not competing? What has happened to our schools? I wept. I said, as much as my boy is enjoying this, but I have acquired information. I have been exposed to other things. I know what is happening in the township. I cannot just be comfortable and rest. I look at those kids, I look at that school, the children, they pick up papers. You know, they put them in the bins. 
The landscape is so beautiful. I'm sorry, I'm using your school as an example. But there are many of those, the, the schools in our township, even the ones that we have taken over in town. The black leadership came in. We messed up those schools. We messed the schools down. And then the, 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 there's, there's nothing that we have left that is functioning. And I cried out. I said, Lord, what's wrong? I realized that we are being led by people who do not have the vision and the picture of tomorrow. Here's what I'm asking you to do. Mabu Vagashele, Usiswak, your aunt, and see those children of your sister who do not have shoes, who do not have a school uniform. Just visit them. Stop this thing that we are doing. We only go to them when they are dead and say, I'm going to show my last respect. For who? You never came while they were in the hospital when they were sick, when they, were, they, they needed you. Now you are bold enough, you can even drive from here and go to Mpumalanga and go to Deben and to show your last respect. What is that? Is that a last respect? If you have not come to me while I was sick, while I needed bread, while I needed pap, while I needed something, when I needed you, you only come now when I can't even see you to respect me. Don't do that. Don't bring your respect. Don't even come to my funeral because that is not showing respect. But my point is not even there. My point is simply says, about your cousins, sisters, how are they doing? What is happening? What is happening with my brothers and sisters? Yes, I am here. I am living a good life. Things are working well for me. But I want to know what is happening. The moment he found the information, he started weeping. The problem, why you are so cold? You don't have an exposure. Your vision only circulates around you. It's me and my children. It's me and my children. Unfortunately, that is the leadership that we have. I know what is suffering. I know what is poverty. I know what is it to go to school without a shoe. That is why probably I act like this. That is why I behave like this. That is why I hate poverty. That is why I hate corruption because I know what it does into the lives of people. But this takes me to my point number four. Here is my point number four. You know what? You need to get an exposure. Get an exposure and then your dream will be a bigger dream. If you don't have an exposure, you will never dream big. You will always remain where you are. Now listen to this. Exposure. Here's the Bible that you read. Listen to this verse. Listen, Jesus went through all the towns. Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease and sickness. Listen to verse 36. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion. Go back. Let me show you something. Go back to verse 35. He started by doing what, Barcelona? By going. He went. He went. And then the second thing in verse 36, he saw. Can you see? He saw in verse 36. And not only that, he had compassion. Can you see the format? You go first. And then you see. And you have compassion. Can I put it to you, Barcelona? That you, you will never have compassion 
until you see. And you will never see until you go. Our problem is that we are seated in one place. We have never left our comfort zone. And we think everything is okay. After Jesus seen, he had compassion. And after that, it does not just look that. He says, the harvest is plentiful. Look at that verse. He said, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Listen to me. We don't have the problem of the workers. The workers are plenty. But the problem is that the, the workers are not exposed. They are not exposed to the need. That is why in 12 hours, Ulale 14 hours. Everything is okay. I hope in hand. I hope. No matter corruption. You corruption because you are a beneficiary of it. I hope when I was sharp. All right. I will matter. We'll have a bunch of sin. Don't ask them fundis. We'll Shumaele. As Shumaele was What is Shumaele? We are getting politics. Oh, because you are benefited. And now you are getting offended. Listen to me. I don't want to see our people suffering. You know, it breaks my heart when I see our people suffering. It breaks my heart. Just recently, as I close, just Friday, one child sends me a message. He says, I was accepted by this university. Five days later, they told me just because I did not pay for a registration fee, they told me there's no space anymore. You know, my, my, my application has been rejected. They sent me the letter to say I'm accepted. Five days later, they sent me another letter to say now I'm rejected. I cannot be received there's no space. And then where should I go? She says, I have done a gap year last year. Now I want to come in for another gap year because I don't have a space. But she's crying, Matebula, is there anything that I can do? Now this child must spend another two years sitting at home being a girl. I said this morning, spoke to some other professors. I said, we have a building, a midrand. We are offering that building to any university that wants to make a difference. We are offering that building. Yes, the building. Take the building. Register the children. Even if you can teach them online, we're going to take the responsibility of paying the rates and taxes, but only take care of our children. Maybe we have been criticizing you for too long, but we are providing something. If we are watching and you want to be a part of this, we're going to avail that building with parking and infrastructure that can be a university or a college or even a technicon or a skill center so that we can better the lives of our children. Let's do it. The recent one that broke my heart is this young boy who's just affected by Nyaube. He went to the graveside. Went to the graveside. Wakupi Tuna, the coffin. We are not sure it's the coffin of the mother or the father. It's like Vogelzong Caesar. The boy was pulling the coffin. Udonsa e coffin. Uguduhamba nalolihapi. We don't know. That is a black child. Our boys are dying. Our daughters are dying. The future of our children. I looked at that African community. They are supporting their children. 
in that school, I think it was only four black parents supporting their children. They are not even involved in the lives of their children because we don't care. When was the last time you supported your daughter when she says, I've got an activity at home? When was the last time you supported your children when they say, Daddy, I need you? We don't care about the future of our nation, the future of our children. I'm saying to you, my dear sir, my dear ma'am, it is time to dream more. You cannot be selfish. You cannot just think of yourself. You cannot just remain in your room. There is much more to be done in this country. Get out of your box. There are girls who are being abused. They are girls. All that you need to do is to reach out and say, I am here for you. There are boys who just need you to mentor them, say. There are boys who just need you to teach them how to drive. Take this. Some of them, they don't even want to, to be taught how to drive. They just want to be inspired, sit next to, to you, driving your beautiful car. You know, these ones, they were fighting recently to wash my car, to wash my car. Boss, 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 we just want to wash your car. And then they started debating, have you ever washed a car like this? Have you ever washed? In excitement, it was just, I have washed this car. And you have never washed this car. But the problem that we have now, we've got people in the suburbs who are doing so well. And they will go to townships like Gonga. And you go there and you pray over these girls. Because they look at you with this car. They admire you. You take advantage of them instead of empowering them. Church of Jesus, it's time to dream more. It's time.